It's time. I don't want a lot for Christmas. No. You stop that. Listen, it's November 1st. That means it's Christmas season. Farrell, hit it. Oh, good lord, man. It is November 1st. Think about the emotions of Tom the Turkey. It is his time to shine. And Tom the Turkey is more than welcome to join the Crawford house at the family table on Christmas. Specifically, on the table. Next to some gravy. And a ham. And some other roast beast. Welcome to a new month. Welcome to a new edition of this Pinpoint Podcast on our Wednesday. It is November 1st. Howdy, friends. My name is Shell Winkley. We've got Max Crawford along with us, and it is a frosty, cold start to this new month as we have had the first freeze for portions of the Brazos Valley. And you know what? Some of us could do it again tomorrow, and all of us could find another frost. Max, give us the cold details. All right, you may remember that freeze warning that is in effect until 9 o'clock for our northern counties. Well, National Weather Service saw fit to extend that to a large portion of the Brazos Valley for tonight into tomorrow morning. Now, here's the thing. Right now, I still expect at least that reading out of Easterwood to stay above freezing. But as Shell mentioned, at the very least, frost is looking likely specifically tonight. Wind will start to calm down a little bit and we might have enough moisture to work with. Both of those things put together with some slightly lower temperatures means that frost on elevated surfaces and maybe on some vegetation is looking likely. So at the very least, take some of those precautions when it comes to your garden and of course, the furry friends. They can't tell the difference between 34 and 32. I promise you that. That all said, as we have uh, found out uh, several different times, that Coulter Airfield readings and Easterwood readings oftentimes do not match, especially on calm, clear nights. So if you are a little bit outside of town, maybe in northern or even southern Brazos County, take those light freeze precautions. Any plant that you want to keep that you know is a little bit sensitive to the cold, either cover it or make sure that you bring it in. Outdoor pipes, for the most part, especially those attached to your house, should be fine, but it wouldn't hurt to wrap them up just in case. And again, this isn't the type of cold where we have to worry about dripping our faucets inside because we're going to recover very fast and get much warmer very soon. All right. So as we start this new month, let's talk about what's typical and the extremes that we've seen in the month of November. We'll start with the hottest 94 degrees that happened back in 1921 and the coldest temperature we've ever recorded in the month of November, 1976. By the end of the month, it dropped all the way down to a low of 19 degrees that year. The wettest day in November that we've ever experienced, it's all the way back in 1907 at 5.56 inches of rain. Now, on average, this morning, we typically, not this morning, but typically, we start around, say, the double nickels mark, and in the afternoon, it's the mid-70s. Now, for the end of the month, your average low comes down to the mid-40s, and typically rounding out the day somewhere in the mid to upper 60s. And by the way, we lose 38 minutes of daylight here in this 11th month of the year. And we bring all that up because we do have warmer temperatures coming. I think that we're going to see this a lot in this El Nino winter where we have a big warm up, kind of like what we had over the weekend. And then we have a big cold snap, kind of like what we're dealing with now, only to find another big 
push of the thermometer the opposite direction. And that's what we're going to do as we go through these next few days. Eventually, a southerly wind returns on Thursday, which is going to take away our worries for the plants and pets and things like that. But it is also going to move the temperatures back into the low 60s for low temperatures and daytime highs in the low to mid 80s. So by the weekend, we're back to running anywhere from 8 to 10 degrees above average. Tropical update for you on this Wednesday morning. National Hurricane Center is still watching an area of disturbed weather in the Southern Caribbean that will continue moving very slowly westward over the next several days. The interesting thing with this is that waters in the Southern Caribbean are still about as warm as it gets as we step into November. So there's a lot of fuel to work with, though actually with the latest update, the National Hurricane Center has uh, downgraded that chance to about 60%, this from 70, so still a pretty reasonable expectation to find a tropical depression over the next four to seven days. So we'll keep an eye on that. Long-range models, in fact, try to bring some of that moisture, and again, this is in the long range, up into the Gulf of Mexico, not in an organized fashion, but perhaps about 10 to 14 days from now, ahead of the next big trough, we could tap into some of that moisture and give us some rain across the Lone Star State. Obviously, that is very far into the future, so right now it's about a pipe dream as far as any of that actually happening, but it is something for sure worth watching. Typically, We don't see much organized western Gulf of Mexico activity post about mid-October, thanks to the way the jet stream is usually working. And again, any moisture that we see could be picked up, scooped along with that next cold front. So we'll keep you updated. All right, gang, whether you're still jamming out to all the Halloween festivities, or you've moved straight on to Mariah Carey, or you're somewhere in between listening to the Adam Sandler Turkey Day song. Hope that it is a fantastic Wednesday. Let's make November an even better month than October, and we will see you on the second November edition of the Pimpod Pod tomorrow. Let's make it a great day.